right, guys. Um, I know you feel it. Uh, what? Spring is in the air, guys. I know you feel it. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. What is your biggest sign that spring is here? That you already know spring is here. Rachel. Oh, Frank, what a lovely question. Well, first of all, for me, spring approaching means that car tanning season is here. Yeah, you know, the, the sun is getting closer to the earth, whether it's flat or round. Still don't know. Check that episode out. Um, <laughs> but I just pull up in my dad's car that I borrow from time to time, and I just go right into the sun. It's just the sun and I, any corner. Any uh, any shoulder off of a highway, the sun is shining. I'm there for a few minutes. Car tanning in, and then also the obvious, like the birds chirping. Oh my god, I love when the birds are back from the south, whether they're coming from the South Bronx or where. It's just it's so nice to hear them singing. <laughs> and then in my garden, I'm also seeing some buds starting to pop, and that kind of bud too, because I do flick some stuff in the garden. But like I'm seeing the green come out of the soil. It's wonderful, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to embrace the change of seasons. What about you, Jamie? I'm, I'm imagining a South Bronx bird just going, hey, I'm flying here. I'm back, bitch. Yeah, I didn't go that far, but it was still the South, okay? Um, no, mine's, uh, well, it's obvious for me. Anytime I hear the ice cream truck. Yeah. The the sound of the ice cream truck music, Mr. Softy. You know, I don't know if... Yeah, the, the the East Coast thing is it's a yeah, it's the perfect orchestra orchestral uh, song that you can hear that makes you think of a certain time in your life. It makes me think of like childhood, and it makes me think of warmer weather. So um, immediately, it didn't. It wasn't even that hot. The temperature, like you know, went up a little bit, and. Ice cream truck was already there, and I I I live in four floors, four floors up with no elevator, so I gotta I gotta really do like a a chase. There's like an action scene for when I hear the the truck, the action scene of me running down four stairs before it runs away, and um, that's what happened to me. Yeah, that's the worst feeling when it's running away and you're trying to get the, the ice cream um, truck. I, I got still. a worser feeling because that music actually is not very nice. Uh, it's reminiscent of me never getting the dollar from my mom to get the ice cream. Like she never, <laughs> oh, shit. she never ever. I don't know if we didn't have it, but like she just never gave it to me. Like all of my friends, like Mr. Softy, let's get the double cone. One for you, one for me. Go get a dollar from your mother, and I would never get the dollar. So it's kind of dark. Damn. Uh, Frank, what about you? I mean, for me, the first signs that the, the that the spring is coming is the scantily dressed people in the city. You know, mm. the tricks in the hood. Mm. You know, they got tight pants. Okay, you know, just, you know, you know what's up, Rachel. It's just us popping the dudes with the muscle shirts. You know, you know how they, you know how we do. Well, yeah, it's only natural, I guess. Everybody <laughs> dresses a little less. You know, everybody's got eyes. Um, I'm thinking your answer is innocence. I can't really poke holes in it just yet, but okay, okay. It was equal opportunity. You, you know, know he's repping the scantily clad men and women, you know? Yeah, yeah, that was nice. You know. There's nothing wrong with a scantily clad man. <laughs> the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo 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 yo
Everybody, hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> this is. Everybody's high? Well, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I would assume so, but I cannot make that assumption safely. But I just want to say hi to everybody. You guys, too. Hi, guys. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hey. What up, what up, well, y'all? It's Latinos Out Loud, right? That's what this is, the podcast. Nope. Who am I, you ask? I'm Rachel La Loca. Hi. All right. Um, if you're wondering who I am, this yes. is Jay Ferns. Oh. Hi. And I'm Frank Spiracy Nibs, up from Washington Heights, wow, baby. Wow, the Heights. The Heights is buzzing right now, yo, isn't it? Uh-huh. The Heights is back, y'all. It's always buzzing, <laughs> yep. you know? Whether it's the barbershops buzzing or the bochinche buzzing. Well, bochinche buzzing and also like the the trailer for the new Washington Heights in the Heights movie came out, um, which is a big deal if, 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 you know, because, you know, it makes people actually, you know, want to come up to the Heights. Usually people are like, I don't want to go all the way up there and shit. Where's that in the Bronx? That's just all the way, all the way. Yeah, is that in the Bronx? That's all the way uptown. Hell no, <laughs> I can't take an Uber up there. Shit, chill. But now after in the Heights, I'm not allowed to go that high. After in the Heights, and people see that, you know, they might be dancing in the streets and in the subway yeah. stations. Maybe, maybe people are gonna want to come up here now, right? Wow, that trailer looks crazy, man. That got me so excited. I can't wait. Yo. I ain't gonna lie. Well, first of all, this, this, you know, there was a trailer release when the film was supposed to come out originally last summer, right? But right. now they re-released two trailers, actually. Two trailers. Yeah. Two trailers. One is called Powerful, and the other is just called Washington Heights. And they're both beautiful, inspiring, colorful, again, make you want to, like, visit this cultural epicenter for Dominican people in New York City. So you guys, it, yeah. it was so exciting. I I went to a special event online. Um, I saw that. Yeah, it was dope. It was an event um, put together to celebrate the the release of the two new trailers, and then right afterwards there was a Q and A with the entire cast, with the director mm. John Wu, and then obviously Lin as well. And, yo, it was really incredible because watching even their reactions from the trailer was deep. People were getting teary-eyed. And this is live and wow. vivo, you know. So everybody's there. Dasha Polanco, Stephanie Beatriz, Daphne Rubin Vega, mm. former guest on the show. Jimmy Smith was there. Anthony Ramos. Everybody. Wow. Um And they were getting a little emotional, too, because it was the first time that they'd been together, all of them, um, in a while. So Mm. it's kind of nice just to see that camaraderie, right? Unfortunately, it's it's coming out um, at a time when, like, theaters are kind of not really... Like, I would have liked to see how In the Heights would have done in the box office if movie theaters were normal. You know what I mean? Because I think it could have really... It, it, it could have really been um, a positive thing for Latino movies in general, Latino creative things in general, if that movie would have been like a $100 million hit. You know what I mean? And now it's still going to be cool because we're going to get to see it on HBO Max and it's going to be on some theaters, but it's not going to be the same level of like box office, right? Because, you know, people are still, there's still a lot of question marks with going out to the theaters and shit, even though now they're like, you know, 5% filled now and shit it's like but i don't think there's a lot of people that are like eh, i'm gonna stay at home i got a 65 inch i'm good 
And what about you, Jamie? As like a, you were, uh, you know, you were an often uh, attendee. Uh, you were a movie patron. I know you used to go to the movies a lot. Yeah. I mean, I when they, are you planning to go back? Remember when they had that movie pass, which was like that cheap, you know, you pay every month and you can see any movie. I When I first got that, I was going, I was literally like just seeing every movie, even the shitty ones. I was just like, <laughs> yo, it's a movie pass. I can... I, I I'm above the law. I can go see anything I want. I can so leave in is, the middle if I don't like it. <laughs> but I think I've I think it's actually been good for my health because I used to I used to OD on the uh, movie theater popcorn. Oh shit, oh. that's good. That's good. And shit. that extra butter, the extra butter that you put. Dang, oh, that's good. That, that's good. That's good. But it also takes years off your life. So I feel like. I f- your arteries, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your arteries are suffering. Uh, yeah, sure. I think I maybe added some, uh, you know, an extra year or two um, to my life. <laughs> That's but, freaking but, but, Orville Redenbacher, I swear to God. <laughs> Orville cra- cra- Krakenbacher. Something, yeah. Something's, yeah. In, something's in that in that butter. The movie theater butter is not like regular butter. It's, it, it's, can't trust I can't the guy believe. named Orville. Just can't. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I, I I can't believe it is butter. That that that's that's my, oh, my yeah. thing with that. Um, just just mm. to end the in the heights thing. Um, um, there were some negative things that I saw online. People saying that oh, it's it, oh, and man. people that live in the heights. So I've grown up in the heights. I live in the heights. Um, you know, this person that I saw online was basically saying, "Oh, in the heights, right? They're making it seem like it's so beautiful and shit when there's still people selling crack." And heroin, mm. and there's still crime, and people getting robbed. And I'm like, okay, probably, you know, there are. It is true, you know, like there is parts of this of the heights that are like that still. But it's a movie. It's like, right, you know, like wh- what do you want? The you know, some movies are gonna have realistic interpretations of stuff, and other movies are gonna be a little bit fairy taleish, romantical. And look, La La Land, people don't fucking. People are not dancing in the in the middle of the highway in LA like in La La Land. La La La. But you know that's what the movie showed. So in the Heights is not supposed to show a realistic portrayal of Washington Heights. You know, it's basically just it's it's trying to entertain you. It's a musical. There's gonna be music and dancing and. So don't some people just gotta like take a chill pill, like relax. They need to lighten up and, a little bit. This isn't a documentary. That's what I was gonna say. Like, what does she want it to be? Like, you know, in the heights, I sell my weed and sling lots of coke. Like, what do they want? Like, <laughs> they want to show in the my heights. boy just got shot in the heights. <laughs> you want to show one seventy fifth in Amsterdam, like the twenty four hour weed spot with the guys dancing with one another. <laughs> what do you want to show? Because I mean, I would actually pay to see that too. But different kind of film. People. In the Heights, where Citizen App is going wild. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, exactly. Yo, but I do. I, what, what that movie's gonna bring is gonna be like you thought the 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 Joker and the people going to the Bronx Joker steps was bad. There's gonna be so many tourists coming and like Washington Heights mm-hmm. and being like, oh my god, this is where. The Piragua guy sang his song. Can, can we actually get a Paragua from here? Is this where they sell the Paraguas? I, I still don't oh, actually re- know what a Piragua is. I just, I like saying the word and I know it was in the movie. Uh, oh, God. Uh, honey, look. Oh, honey, man. look. These are the barbershops that they portrayed. Look, is someone, is someone getting stabbed in there? Hold on, honey. <laughs> Um, Rachel, so, okay, getting off in the heights, what, what's, what's been going on with you? 
Any news? Uh, um, yeah, I think I've been soaring to some heights lately, if I may say so. Um, I'm really excited to. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to announce a few things. Actually, well, first of all, like we we our last live performance, us being Room Twenty Eight, was last year at the Toronto Sketch Fest. Like we we shut Ooh. down the border, mm. and I am so happy to announce that we will yet again be performing in the Toronto Sketch Festival. Although this time around, it's going to be virtual. So oh. so excited! Wow. They've selected our work yet again, and not only Room Twenty Eight's work, but also the work of the hilarious show. Yay! Nice. So we have two so videos. Dope, dope. Yep, we have two videos. The hilarious girls and I will be showcasing two of our videos. One which was in episode one of our hilarious series, which is on our YouTube page. We're um, going to be showcasing just another day living in quarantine, which is our Queen Latifah parody. As well as a live sketch that we did at the People's Improv Theater, Striker Stage, Rest in Peace. Um, And then for Room 28, our video from our last live show here in New York City, which was Valentine's Day 2020, a sketch that Jamie wrote called V-Day Lineup. If you want to tell people about it, Jamie, the master. Uh, Well, it was actually one of my favorite ones. Um, It was... um... It, it was a police lineup sketch, but the 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 cops were two women, and it was on Valentine's, and it was two women that didn't have dates for Valentine's, so um, they were questioning this all men police lineup, but they were questioning them like as potential dates. Uh, mm. So instead of trying to find out they did the crime, uh, they were asking them questions like you know someone would ask you know any potential boyfriend or it's like you know. <laughs> uh, you know, so you know what is uh, what are your hobbies? You know, uh, what do you look for? What what would you do on a first date? You know what I mean? So uh, it was actually really, uh, it was fun writing, and then it was really fun watching the um, the actresses, uh, Rachel included, that that killed it because when they added so much extra stuff to it, so it was really f- super funny on stage. So um, yeah, it's great that they that Toronto's showing us love like that. Oh. Yeah. There's, Canadians there's, are nice. They really are. Yeah. And they're welcoming of this multicultural content that we bring. I'm also going to be doing a panel with them on comedy in New York. Um, and so be on the lookout. Go to their website, torontosketchfest.com, and check out the immense amount of talent that's on the lineup. And shout out to the foundation, another sketch comedy troupe from New York, uh, UCB team, and mm. my head writer from Hilarious, Laura Kenny Samuel, is also in that troupe. So lots of okay. New York love in the Toronto Sketch Fest. Right. And right. I just want to quickly shout out something that I was a part of a few days ago. Um, the the PodFest Expo just passed, which is a huge two-week conference um, where podcasters network and, and idea exchange. It's wonderful. Uh, definitely check it out. But there was a section of the PodFest Expo called the Amplificate Conference, which was produced by an mm. entity called Latina Podcasters. And I was invited to mm. be a panelist on that in their mini-conference called Amplificate. So... 
I want to shout out Rita Bautista, who's the founder of Latina Podcasters, just for mobilizing this amazing group of women in the podcasting field. I learned so much, you guys. I was tuned into the other segments. Just, you know, there were um, panels about monetization, about legal. We got to talk, by the way. We got some legal talk. We got to talk to uh, our... our, Yeah, we got to talk to Doralyn De Dios, our... uh, De Dios, No, you're right segment person i got some questions but anyway it's really good just to be informed educated and shout out to latina podcasters and to the podfest expo that does that for this business and this industry so uh yeah that's what i got going on what about you jamie um i mean i'm, I'm just i'm trying to get this stimmy check that everybody's talking about <laughs> oh word me too uh, man i'm trying to get my check I, I hate i hate being like i feel like it's fomo right everybody because once people get their checks online it's immediately like Yo, I just got my check. Bah, bah, bah. I'm about to spend that shit. And then I'm like, yo, I'm looking at the IRS website. Like, why does it keep saying there's no information available? Hello. So it, it, it's, it's, uh, I'm hoping I get, it. I didn't get the second one. So now it's like, I, you know, now I got to fill out documents to try to get, but people are just getting it straight into their, into their, um, into their bank. Uh, DD, son, direct deposit, son. Yeah. No, I got the first one direct deposit. I don't know what happened. The second one, they just totally skipped that part. And, and, and oh, it's a mystery. Man. Now they I got to solve this you. mystery. They, they play you, bro. You, bro. Damn, you got to look into that, man. I'm looking at H&R Block. I'm like, yo, what's up? What I got to fill out? I want to get Why this money. Why they so H&R like, blocking yeah. you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and then look, and then this this latest one is a good chunk of change, right? I mean, the the, the second one was six hundred, which is fine, but you know the, the the this new this this latest one is like you know a thousand plus thousand. Yeah. So it's amazing. I, 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 I'm loving Biden, bro. Biden's my man, bro. I love that dude now. And right now, I love him with that fourteen hundred. Yeah, JB, yo, I. I like the people that are like, okay, reg- regular folk. Regular folk hear about Biden giving a fourteen hundred, and they're like, yeah, but what is that gonna do for the economy and the budget? And I'm like, you're you fuck you. That's not your problem. Who you're cares? What's a normal citizen. Account? It's gonna put it in the green. So I don't really care. I just don't want. Why do you care anymore. about the budget? Like, what do you? You don't work. You're not. You're not in Homeland Security or whatever I the fuck. You're, my oh, this is socialism. You're Becky who lives in the fucking East Village. Relax. Nobody what cares about, about my the- budget. I, I need to worry about my budget. I need to worry well, about my budget for my household, my family, and my weed budget. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about this 1400. I'm gonna have two OZs on lockdown. Okay, can't wait. Before we wrap this up, Frank, what are you what are you doing with that when you get your stimmy your stimmy deposit? Oh man. Well, be honest with you, man. I'm getting ready for the summer. That In the Heights trailer got me rolling. I've been walking every day, five <laughs> like five miles every the day. Hell? Okay, I'm, Rocky, I'm, my that, boy. The In the Heights trailer. Yeah, man. That 1400 is going towards the summer. The summer's going to be <laughs> Wait, lit, man. I really got to feel The In the Heights trailer. That, tra- that trailer got me buzzing, bro. I bu- I've been buzzing. The inside. trailer has you motivated to like work out. Is that what it is? And guys, guys, the bridge is on the trailer, yes. bro. The bridge, my bridge, where I, where I grew up seeing that bridge every single day of my life. Bridge. It's, I mean, this is amazing. Oh, Frank, there was that was another that was another um, criticism of somebody. They were like, "Yo, you can't. There's no view where you can see the bridge that clearly in the heights." <laughs> oh, come on, come to my come to my roof, man. You'll see the best freaking view in freaking the heights, boy. Are you crazy, man? That's like OD. This, they like- thought they were using like a special effects to to make the bridge like. 
show up <laughs> in the background. They CGI'd the bridge. It is not that clean. The bridge is fucking dirty. Okay, I don't. That is not what the bridge looked like. There's a dead body hanging from the Jersey side. <laughs> There's dog shit everywhere. So I don't know how they're dancing because they would have to like tiptoe around the dog shit that is, that's all over the park. So I don't know how that works. Um, oh, anyway. I but, can't um, wait to okay. see the film. Wow, I can't believe it's got you hyped Hell like yeah. that, Frank. Frank, you're looking good. You're looking like very thin in la cara. Wow. I'm getting ready. The, the summer's going to be lit. I'm telling you. I feel okay. it. It's going to be lit. It's going to be. It's going to be lit because you're glowing, this. bro. I'm trying, I'm trying, Jamie. I'm trying, man. We're getting up there in age, man. We got to glow, baby. Gotta yeah, glow. well, we got to glow right now. We got to glow to Bochicha Bites. <laughs> all right. I've been waiting all day. Ay. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Ay. Bites. Ay. Bites. Ay. Bites. Ay. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all day. What up, y'all? Hey, JJ. What's up, brother? What's going on? Hey, How are you? Good? Pretty good. Welcome to another edition of Bochincha Bites. <laughs> where I give you news and bites, little bites from the entertainment world and um, the world in general. Yeah. Interesting, fun stories and also sad stories because the first story of the week, um, of the week that we're recording this, is that JLo and A Rod, Jenny from the Block and A Rod, who's her MVP, most valuable purse holder. <laughs> Most valuable purse holder because that's pretty much what he did in their relationship. He was just holding her purse all the time. It's very important, um, Jamie. Okay. It is important. important. It is important. And and I thought that that was a role that, you know, really um, showed how much of a bond that they had. But there are rumors that they might have split up, kind of, sort of, right now. Um, oh, man. Um, multiple news outlets reported that they broke up officially. And we were all shocked. Everybody, I think I texted like five or six people, like, "Yo, you heard about that?" Um, and then the day after the the day after the news, the couple themselves they released a statement saying they were still together, but that they were working through some things. Which, oh, man, look, where they're, good, yeah, but good. I mean, working through some things, you know what? The expression where there's smoke, there's fuego. Mm. Um, <laughs> something's going on there, right? Um, and, um, you know, I wonder what it is. I mean, look, already, my first thing was like, I'm so glad that they didn't buy the Mets. Mm. Oh. Because if they were buying, if they bought the Mets and they were going through all this shit, we would have had Access Hollywood hanging out in spring training this year. They. I'm sorry, I don't want to see Billy Bush talking to, you know, Pete Alonzo and, and, and Francisco Larry. It would have thrown everything I, off. Yeah. It would have thrown us off our game. We, you know, stick to baseball, right? Um, oh my lord! So I don't know. Look, right now there's rumors that A Rod was maybe texting um, mm. a Playboy playmate, mm. or that he was cheating on her on J Lo with uh, a reality show actress. There's multiple rumors, and all of them look make A Rod look bad, basically. Damn. Um, and look, we know he likes blondes from his history. Uh, his his past dating history, right? His, his oh, are those yeah, he is Dominican. Those too. are in his stats. He's Dominican, too. part of his stats stats book. If I look at his, book. yeah, I'm looking at his trading card, his dating trading cards. Yeah, his Rel- dating trading. His, rela- <laughs> his relationship dating uh, trading card. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Cameron Diaz was a blonde. 
Yep. Um, you know, his ex-wife was a blonde. Mm. Um, he dated mm. Kate Hudson, who was a blonde. Mm. Um, and J-Lo, I think she, you know, she sometimes can put in blonde highlights, but it's probably not the same for him. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so a lot of these women that he's linked to, I think they're blondes as well. So I don't know. But Jamie, like Rachel said earlier, how do you cheat on J Lo? How do you how do you cheat on J Lo? Why you know? Come but on. I I I almost didn't make it here tonight. I just have to say, I I almost didn't make it here. I almost texted you guys, and I was like, look, I'm going through this breakup, <laughs> and it's really hard because <laughs> I'm not obsessed, but I do enjoy. One of my escapisms is to watch these like. You know, montages of J Lo and A Rod's love. Okay, yeah, they're they're TikToks. They're so much fun. They're they're out in their Hamptons home playing flag football in the morning together. You know, yeah. Chef Kelvin's going out there to their East Hampton home and cooking <laughs> for to, them. Shout out to Chef Kelvin. Shout out Yo, to Chef Kelvin. Yo, excuse me. Big shout out to Chef Kelvin who just got engaged to Chachi Grisel Del Valle. Oh my God. They just yeah. got engaged. Wow. Big shout out to them. Two former guests of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Just saying, I'm not saying that I'm Chuck Woolery, but we do make some love connections here on LOL. Um, Hello. Anyway. Oh. I'm and so their sad. love is still their love is going strong, and now, you know, this J Lo and A Rod might not have the same luck. Wow. Um, you sad. mentioned TikTok. J Lo did put out a TikTok um, the day that we're recording this, um, where she it was pretty much a bunch of videos of her dancing, and you know, videos of her you know doing her thing mixed with like newspaper clippings of her and A Rod breaking up stories. And I don't so I don't know what that meant. It's still very, like, mysterious. Like, You're is she trying to do dancing around it? the point, J Lo? Okay. Yeah, and Oof. and right now TikTok is the sound that everybody's making, counting the hours before it's official that they're no longer together. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like TikTok. When are we gonna get it? <laughs> when when's the truth gonna come TikTok. out, huh? And look, you know. Wow. So we already established A Rod likes to swing his bat in different ballparks. If you know what I mean. Ooh. Um, but I think we, let's look at J-Lo's history, right? Let's look at her relationship history. The Lord of the Rings. They call her the they Lord of the Rings. They were dissing her. They were saying that she got all, she's trying to get all the infinity rings like Thanos. <laughs> this was online. This was online. People were saying that they had like, they had like gifs of her as Thanos with the hand. I, th- I think that's mean because I really think that it's not her fault. I, she's dated all types of guys. <laughs> Like, she got with a normal guy. Remember that waiter that she ended up marrying when she was younger? The Hawaiian guy? What's the thing? She yeah, got rid of him. What's his like, name? Unu Uka Unu or yeah. something? <laughs> she dumped his ass yeah. quick. Kanaka Lakatiki or some, some kind of Hawaiian. Johnny Aloha. Johnny Aloha or something. That's it. And then he was trying to show a sex tape of them, though, right? When they divorced, he was trying to get that money. He was trying to get that J-Lo money. How about Casper? How about Casper? Casper the dancer. So look, then she went the dancer route. She she did, she got with two dancers. She got with Casper, who there were rumors that he wasn't even straight. Right. Um, and, then, and then she got with the other dancer. And um, look, you don't want to date a, back, a backup dancer. You don't want to date a guy. If you're J-Lo, you don't want to date a guy with backup in his job title. You know what I mean? <laughs> Already you're starting, you know, you're starting from a place of weakness there. Um and then look, then she decided like to go bigger, right? She went with Puff Puffy. Uh-huh, Puffy. Um and I think that was a little bit too much of of you know, I mean, obviously look, rappers are not exactly the guy you're gonna the guys you're gonna go for 
for the most. Um, then the gun shit went down, and she was like, mm, "No more, no yeah. more urban, Mm-mm, no more urban." Right. That was so it. the rappers, yo, it was dangerous, basically, right? Like you know, she didn't want to be out in the streets with, with, with Puff Daddy, um, and then so she went with, then she got with an actor, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. Oof, Mr. Superman. Mr. Superman, but he wasn't super in that relationship because I think he called it off. He called it off right before that they were going to get married. It was like, it didn't work out. So then she went goodwill hunting for another man and then she ended up with a salsa singer in Mark Anthony. I loved that um, relationship too. She went back to her Latino roots. She went back right. to her I Latino roots. I know what roots. you're singing. Yeah. Okay. Got to Mark Anthony. Good, Jamie. What's up? Um, and look, they had kids. It looked like that was gonna work out, right? Um, they had the but, twins. You know, they had the twins. Yo, but I see Mark. Mark is like giving her a lot of support. He's like they're saying he's like the fall guy. He's like with the I kids, mean, and he's like giving her a lot of moral. I feel support. like Mark. Mark is probably like a better friend to her than 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 a husband, right? Because I think Mark is yeah. another guy. You know, you can't hundred percent trust, right? Because I mean, he cheated on Miss Universe one time. <laughs> So, Damn. I mean, what are his stand? Are his standards a little bit too high? If you're gonna cheat on Miss Universe, um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for, like Miss Galaxy or some shit? Like, what is your? Um, um, so and now, so then, all right. So I don't know. You know, uh, she's been through a lot. She's been through a lot of of men, different men, um, and <laughs> she hasn't found the one. A Rod looked like he was the one. A Rod looked like he was like, look, I'm gonna settle down now. I found my equal. <laughs> Our kids, our kids love each other. We're both rich, so yeah. we can both go into business. Damn, I mean, they were trying to get the mess. Like I said, they were, they, but they're in. Damn. They have a bunch of other businesses together, I think. And and then I, now it looks like it might be, it might be over. But look, there's still hope, Rachel. You don't have to. You don't wow. have to be completely sad. You can still believe that that J Lo and A Rod um, will live on. Their love will live on. I'm or gonna. Go on. Rachel, can I ask you a quick question? You being a female mm. and her going through all these different relationships, who do you think she really loved out of all those guys? Like, who's the dude? Like, who's the love of her life out of all those dudes, you think? Um, that's a tough question. Me not being J-Lo herself to answer. Uh, I think you'd have to ask her. <laughs> <As> a- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but from my perspective, I mean, that Mark Anthony relationship <laughs> yes. was so beautiful to watch. I mean, good Lord, they went on tour together. I remember watching them perform together at Madison Square Garden. She was all pregnant in her muumuu, big dress, and he rubbed the belly. It was just beautiful, you know? But then Ooh. there was a J-Lo that came out when she was, di- uh, you know, uh, dancing with Diddy that looked so cute, too. All right, that's my dude. That's the dude I think she really loves. That's her man right but there. Then- that's who she really loves at the end of the day. She just had to break up with him because, you know, the whole fiasco in the club and what have you. She, but I think she really loves that dude on the low. She didn't want to catch a gun charge for her man at the, like, ascension <laughs> of her career. <laughs> catch a gun charge? What are you, out of your mind, Diddy? Get out of here. But, you know, the A-Rod thing was also just lovely to watch, too, because it looked like that there, you know, it looked like there was pure romance there. It, it was, was a so ma- it was a match cute. made in Miami. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. oof. they both look like they like to hang out in Miami a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I mean, it was it was between a Puerto Rican and a Dominican, so that that gave a little bit more flair too. You know what I mean? Those are not two that the two that really get along all the time. So a lot of people were up on it too. You know what I'm saying? Like I think we got to bookmark this this story because there's still I think there's still more to be heard about it. Like we're 
I don't think it's over. Um, you know, when the, when the listeners are listening to this, maybe maybe they broke up, got back together, broke up like three other three four different times in the last in the in the time it takes for this for this to air. So we don't know. There's a lot yeah. there. Um, but right now, it doesn't look good. Looks like that should be sinking. But we'll but see. But you guys, you gotta Damn. stay with Jamie and the Bochiche bites because he will always bring us the hot off the press updates. So just keep it locked to Latinos. I'm loud. there. I'm there. Like I wanna. I, I I need to find out where this relationship is headed because it it's affect. It does affect the Latino community. I think to avoid, like you know. Jamie, I thought about you all week when I heard this news. I just I just I was people just, were I texting knew you me. Were going through people were texting me. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, I, was wow. I knew you were going through something this I whole was. week. It was really I was shocking. It was a little shocking. Um, well, and you know, look. Speaking of J Lo, music. You know, she's she's a she's a music um, icon. Uh, and the Grammys were the Grammys just was just passed. Yeah. Um, yes, recently sir. passed. I don't know, you know, how many days it's passed when the people listen, but for us it it was recent. And look, I'm not look, I I watched a little bit of the Grammys. I'm not really into the popular music, but you know, I took a do a leap of faith. Oh um, yes. <laughs> Love Ooh. her. That was good. Jamie! Uh, yeah. Some some things that that I that I that I noticed watching a little teensy weensy bit of the Grammys. So so um so shout out to Bad Bunny. He won an award. Aye. Uh, Aye. And I think he won the award for best melodic rap performance. And wow. No no I'm sorry that was some that was that's something else. He won he won the award for best Latin pop slash urban album. So this is the oh, same man. award. So th- th- to me, that's like a weird <laughs> award. It's like it's best Latin pop. Oh, by the way, also we're gonna add in urban albums. What does that mean? Like, why can't there's just Latinos have to have to share an award space with someone? <laughs> it's like couldn't they just have a, a separate urban? And I don't even know what urban album means. Urban album is is something like you know uh, a Republican is like I don't I don't want my daughter listening to those urban albums. <laughs> Yeah, that's like classifying us like, okay, we're going to do this uh, best Latin female and just group them in with the kids. So it's best Latin female and kids album. Just group them all together. It's fine. These urban albums are are polluting our kids' brains. Um, And so um, there was actually, I mentioned best melodic rap performance. That's another, what is that? That's another like category that I'm like, Melodic rap is is it melodic. is it like just rap ballads? You know, I, melodic rap. I th- I immediately think of L Cool J's "I Need Love." To me, that's like that should get a, a melodic rap lifetime achievement award if there's something like that. Right. Um, he like set the category. Is it you know are the rappers just like you know talking romantically to their hoes? Is that what's going on in melodic rap? Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These were the least amount of viewers in the last twenty years, by the way. Uh, oh yeah. Jamie. Well, look, yeah, because oh, you know yeah. what, this generation really loves music, and I appreciate that. TikTok has made has has produced a lot of music stars because people hear a song on TikTok and they're like, "What is this song?" And now I want I, I want to know who the artist is. So it's very interesting. It's a whole musical generational thing that I, I'm probably missing. You know, um, you know, look, there's two rappers called. The there's the have baby in their title. There's the baby and li, yeah, li, little, little baby, baby, baby and baby. Dun, the baby. 
I love they both, all the babies. They, yeah, they both they performed. Like the they both performed last, uh, you know, in the Grammys. Um, I'm surprised there's not like a reggaeton artist called like El Bebe. Um, Ooh, coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> and El Bebe, And the final thing. <laughs> the final thing that I noticed uh, before we wrap up on the Grammys, um, and I, I noticed online there were a lot of angry Selena, Selena fans. Mm. Um, because they were honoring Ooh. Selena um, and people were expecting um, them to have like kind of a longer, you know, they wanted artists to maybe do some Selena songs. And yeah. and basically a lot of people were waiting for this special, uh, you know, Selena shout out. Um, I guess it's an anniversary of, 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 of an album yeah. or something. Uh, and it never, it never happened. All they did was show a picture of her for like a couple seconds and then they just went to commercials. So um, Latinos got to get more respect in the Grammys. I mean, come on. Wow. You know, maybe call it the abuelas and like change it up, you know? Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> because, I mean, Selena, <laughs> look, you, you know, there's a lot of artists that, you know, were influenced by her, right? You know, and a lot of Latin mm-hmm. artists. I don't think they're getting their... She needs to get her shine to a, to a, to a more mainstream audience. I mean, I know Netflix did that show, but... Still, Selena should be represented a little bit more than just for a five-second clip. You know what I mean? Uh, so, boo to the Grammys. But, um, yeah, but shout out to the winners. I don't know who. I mean, Taylor Swift, I think, won. Oh, but big shout out to saying Beehive. Hello, Beehive. Beehive. She won her 28th Grammy. She set a record. Wow. She set a record last night. Just a quick little Beehive fact. Buzz, buzz. Buzz. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't want to say anything about the, bad about. I don't want to make any jokes about Bay because no, the Beehive, the Beehive will, yeah. you know, they will email um, Frank's email because that's the email we'll give them, and he they will, will <laughs> they'll spew a lot of hate, and we don't want that. We love Bay, we love Beyonce, and uh, that's the bites for this week. Thank Woo-hoo! you. <laughs> so I think that means it's time for Frank's conspiracy news. From La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello! Folks! Frank, 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 Frank. Yeah, yeah. I like the way that sounds. Holy shit. Okay. How you doing, guys? Hey, Nibs. What's poppin', Frank? Hi. Hi, Eloeros. How's everyone We're doing? We're fine, Frank. How are you? We're pretty good. That is fantastic. I'm so happy We're for looking everyone. forward to some of your Frankspiracy stories. Guys, I have a good one for you guys. I hope this is a good one, by the way. Guys, today we're going to talk about the resurrection of the giants of Antarctica. Oh, okay. Yeah. Guys, I mean, <clears throat> I've touched on Antarctica a few times. I don't know if you remember in the past. In the last three, four years, I've given you guys some good reports of stuff that's happened in Antarctica. Like, for example, I talked to you guys about the Antarctica Treaty, which is the only treaty amongst all nations that's only been upheld. That's the only treaty by 156 nations, guys. Wow. And I've spoken to you guys about Admiral Byrd going out there in the 1940s and encountering a a fleet of UFOs. You guys remember that? Yes, yes, and yes. Jamie, do you remember that? I do remember that. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now in saying that, guys, I got some updates. Some weird things have been happening in Antarctica, okay? 
you have like a huge sheet of ice that's broken up. It's like the size of LA and has broken off of the off the Antarctica and it's floating away, guys. Yeah. And there's also report yeah, you guys could look this up in YouTube and whatever you have. Wow. And there's also reports of huge holes like forming in the middle of Antarctica. Like huge sinkholes, just like the ice is breaking away. And people saying it's climate change, but guys, I have some uh, news for you. It might be something. What else. is it, Frank? Okay. What is it? Okay. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want, you know, I'm just speculating here, but a lot of people feel that something is coming about. I spoke to you guys about in the summertime, Trump signed the COVID bill that there's going to be some uh, stuff that's going to be divulged about maybe extraterrestrial life, what? UFOs, so on and so forth. So just in saying that, guys, um, a lot of people like Plato claimed that an article was Atlantis. Okay. That wor- that long lost world that a lot of people talk about. Okay. And they claim that it was an Atlantis. Atlantis. Isn't that where and Aquaman is from? Guy, there you go, Jamie. I mean, there's a whole world down up there in Antarctica. Admiral Byrd, guys, uh, went up there and uh, he was, I mean, real quick, I want to, I want to fill in the Eloedos. Admiral Byrd was an admiral in the forties. He went up to Antarctica because they thought after World War II, Hitler had gone up there in hiding, and he went up there with one of the biggest fleets of of Navy uh, fleets of submarines, uh, ships, so on and so forth. And when he got up there, he encountered a fleet of UFOs, which gunned down all of his submarines and gunned down almost all of his ships. And he came back. He came back, and he spoke all about it, which you guys can actually see on YouTube if you would like. Okay. 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 So I just want to fill you guys in on that. Although Eloedos, so I'd like to fill in on that. And there is word that something huge is uh, like really uh, going on in Antarctica because in 2015, Obama, the first president, hear this, guys, the first president ever to step foot on Antarctica, went up there. Some people say for a summit, but I'm going to let you guys know what's really going down. He went up there to find out what was really going on. And David was here talking about the flat earth theory and how we can't get past that sheet of ice, right? Going up there, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Again, guys, President Obama was the first president to ever go on that continent. And people say that he was finding out something or making amends with uh, things or beings that may be up there. He was trying to iron things out and there's word guys that we have maybe uh what what i i mean i i've mentioned these to you guys before nephilims these were the fallen angels of back in the biblical times they found one of these guys of these nephilims back in iraq when we uh, uh invaded iraq back in the early 90s and there's word that right now underneath that article we may be seeing these great giants come back to life or maybe we found a huge civilization that really was in Antarctica right now. And since the ice is melting, this civilization is coming about, which will kind of rewrite history, guys. This is going to be like revolutionary, guys. I'm going to be honest with you. And like I always tell you guys, this thing always comes about in the movies, okay? And we have a movie called The Transformers, okay? And one of their uh, movies called The Revenge of the Fallen. (laughs) Do you get that? The Revenge of the Fallen? Yeah. Megatron is revived, guys. In Antarctica, guys. And they always tell you guys the truth in the movies. I always tell oh, you guys. And, and on The Simpsons. And on The Simpsons. And yes, yes. Rachel, you are learning. I'm I listening. Love the way you pick up on things. The Simpsons is giving us, I mean, they give us a play by play. People just don't get it. 
I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna go to Transformers to to get my my knowledge of the world. Your facts. My mm. facts. Well, Jamie, they always they always drop gems in these movies, and we just have to be on top of it. Um, I just worry about the penguins in Antarctica. If the mm. penguins are all right, then I'm I've. The March of the Penguins. If you, if you want to learn about shit, watch March of the Penguins. Those penguins show you, you know, how to live. That was a good movie. I like that. Which is, you know what? Coincidentally, that's one of the reasons the uh, the government gives for us not going past that sheet of ice because they're trying to protect the penguins. And the polar bears. Okay. And the so, polar bears. And the polar bears. But guys, besides the, uh, the, the Transformer movie, there's another movie called The Watchmen. Mm. And it came out in 2009. It's a sci-fi film. And if you guys really want to see what's going on in Antarctica, uh, you will see the grand uh, uh, thrones and the grand uh, uh, buildings that are behind or beneath that ice, so to speak. And in this movie, you actually see that in this movie Watchmen, uh, where you see where where these huge cities uh, uh, are underneath this ice. And this is going to be divulged soon, guys. There's a guy on IG, or you can see him on social media. His name is Billy Carson. And he's claiming right now that in a few months, the government will divulge that they have found stone monuments and pyramids underneath the ice of Antarctica. And that's why we're seeing all this movement of ice and all this shifting and breaking off of ice in Antarctica, guys. This is amazing. I can't wait. Wow. Well, Well, look. It's interesting. It's fascinating. And I don't know about these ice aliens. But I will tell you that both my uncle and Antarctica told me that something fishy is going on down there. We yeah. got to figure it out. Okay? Guys. Ever since the treaty, ever since the flat earth guy, there's something bigger than the penguins happening over there, people. It's not just about the cute little chilly willies. Okay? There's something going down. Frank, I think we should start fundraising to send you out there on behalf of Latinos Out Loud to figure it out. I would love to go, wow. guys. I would love to go with David. David has some great ideas. Um, I would love to go out there on a, on a, like an, an explanation, and I would love to go past that wall. I'm so like, I can't sleep at night sometimes, not knowing what's behind that big wall up there. Wow. And I think it's something like really magical, guys. Wow. There's another world out there that we're connected to. And it's going to be divulged soon. And guys, I cannot wait. And the Eloeros guys. <laughs> I already picture. I, I think. I, I think the wait. best we can do is get uh, Frank to be on a green screen, and like give him a heavy coat, and just have like the Antarctica in the background of the oh green my God, screen. Yes. And we can have yes. some fake snow. We can have some like polar bears in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Eskimos. Huskies. We can have an es- yeah. Huskies <laughs> are important. They bring water to people. <laughs> Well, in the in the cartoons they do. Rachel, you've been working on an Eskimo character. Uh, you know that. I actually so you speak just have an Eskimo. In, you know, yeah. You speak Inuit, Inuit, which is oh, very, is that what it is? Yes, I speak I that, and I eat Klondike bars. So, yeah. So, oh, Klondike, those are good. I am an Eskimo, are, and you didn't even stay know that. Tuned. So, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I can't wait. And that is Frankspiracy News for this week, guys. Wow, yeah. We're going to start calling you the Iceman because you got a lot to talk uh, about when it comes to the glaciers and the icicles and the ice. And okay, but like why do you sound like Bill Cosby? I know that's... Because he's, he got he's, the pudding and the pudding pop and the ice. With the icicles and the Rudy's and the Eskimos and the Theo. <laughs> 
I wasn't even going there, but if that what came out, then yeah. I, thank you, folks. Well, that said, uh, here's another non segue segue. It's time for Kelo K. shout out all the listeners people leaving us reviews and sending us some good news on instagram want to shout out a listener carmelo quinones um and also please follow me at rachel la loca r-a-c-h-e-l la loca and please follow the hilarious show on rizzle the app we're there 10 episodes check us out And I want to tell people that we, as we've mentioned on earlier episodes, we, Room 28, and we, The Hilarious Show, will be performing this week, right, at the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival. Ooh. Oh, snap. It's really exciting. It's happening. We were in the actual festival that took place last year. It was our, it was our last trip, I think, for most of us. An international performance wow. at the Toronto Sketch Fest. And they've welcomed us back this year. And this year is going to be their first ever virtual festival. And here's the wonderful thing I love about this festival. So... Basically, we're asking people to not only come and see our sketches, but to help build what they're calling the digital stage. This year, the Toronto Sketch Fest will turn 100% of all of its streaming revenue over to the artists, which is wonderful. Yes. You know, amazing artists like us around the world have been dramatically impacted from the coronavirus and the pandemic with the stages being stripped from us. So I just really appreciate when a festival, uh, an entity like the Toronto Sketch Fest can do something like this, where they're really truly building this platform for artists and giving back to the artists at the same time. Wow. So check us out. Room 28 and The Hilarious Show will be performing on March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The sketch showcase is called To What End? And if you go to torontosketchfest.com, you could purchase your tickets. They're very affordable. And catch us uh, March 27th at 8 p.m. I also want to shout out The Foundation, another sketch comedy troupe from New York City who's also performing in the Toronto Sketch Fest. And yeah, check us out. Let us know what you think of the videos. Uh, Should be a fun time. And on that note, I'm going to pass the mic to my brother, Frank or Jamie. I don't know which one. I don't know who (laughs) to pass. Frank or Jamie. Do it, Frank. You're both my brothers, so it's okay. Go ahead. Here you go, Frank. Passing the mic to you. Okay, Rachel. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, This is from our people at Uptown Collective, guys. Listen, you only got to March 30th, 2021 to turn in your submissions for the 2021 Uptown Art Stroll, guys. And just in case you didn't know, the us the Uptown Art Stroll is a month-long celebration of to- Uptown arts and culture. And the winner will receive $1,250 as well as exclusive graphic representation of all and all 2021 Uptown Art Stroll related materials. Okay. And you go to www. 
Noma with two A's, nyc.org to find out more information and put in your submissions, guys. Nice. Big shout out to Noma. They look out for us, the Northern Manhattan Arts Alliance. They support artists from the Heights, and you should check out their website, noma.org. A lot of wonderful programming, too, in a, uh, just aside from the Uptown Art Stroll. And if you forget, if you forget it, just remember the phrase, no, ma. Ah, good one. You know, when your mom is just like, you know, asking her to like help you with her phone, just be like, no, ma. Right, right. Um, But with two A's, with two A's, with two A's. No, ma. Damn, I said that a lot in my life. And guys, since we're still on the subject of Uptown, I saw a beautiful documentary, one of the most best documentaries I've ever seen on Uptown. And if anybody would like to see it, it's on YouTube and it's by a guy named Tom D. NYC. I don't know where it's D, uh, Rachel, but it's called Washington Heights NYC Walking Tour. And he gives a tour of our old uh, Washington Heights and he explains what, you know, the neighborhood is all about. And I would love for people to go watch that to see what really our neighborhood is all about. Thank you very much, I guys. I love that. Wow. Better not come around my block. Better not come around my block. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, my turn. Uh, much love to our peeps at Yellow.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Right. We all know 2020 was a year we are glad to have in the rear view. Mm-hmm. But there were moments of meaning, pride, and even celebration. In 2020, a number of Latino men made a mark in their communities and the world at large. So if you want to check that them out and be inspired, Go to yellow.com. That's one O. Um, <laughs> and go to my uh, Instagram, Jay Ferns at Instagram or J underscore Ferns at Twitter if you like. And that's all, folks. Hey. That's great. I guess that's the end of another episode. Oh my God, we're in the 200s, you guys. What? When you said that before, Frank, I was like, Coño, somos viejito del podcast game. Wow. To another 200 and something more. I guess on that note, we are out. Brr!